artists, especially those working with lenses, are inextricable from the world. There's this kind of image of Bolivian that, that happens when marginalized people are not really photographed. I'm infatuated with the idea of the encounter. What's kind of wonderful about dodging and burning tools, of course, is that they're meant to be invisible. Enthusiasm, love, a desire to record. You have to have the courage to find the world beautiful. Welcome to the Lightwork Podcast. I'm Shane Lavalette, director of Lightwork. As an artist-run, nonprofit organization, Lightwork has been supporting emerging and under-recognized artists working in photography since 1973. We host an international residency program, a public access lab facility, and showcase artists' work through exhibitions and publications, including Contact Sheet, one of the longest-running photography journals in the world. Consider supporting the mission of the organization by becoming a subscriber to Contact Sheet today, online at lightwork.org. Over the years, Lightwork's multiple galleries have featured over 500 exhibitions. Each year, four exhibitions are installed in our main gallery, the Kathleen O. Ellis Gallery, accompanied by a printed issue of Contact Sheet. In recent years, along with each exhibition, we've asked our exhibiting artists to take a few minutes to discuss their work and some of the ideas that drive their creative practice. You can see the work of these artists in the pages of Contact Sheet or on our website at lightwork.org. Here's Gideon Barnett discussing the work and the exhibition after Edith. We hope you enjoy listening. project started in Miami, and I found myself at the public library there. Based on the spine of one book, I recognized a first edition Emmett Gowan photographs. So I immediately started just kind of paging through it, and I was shocked to find like the first picture of Edith. And if you know the work, like a lot of the pictures are, a lot of them are nude or you know, she's revealing certain parts of her body. And I found in this particular copy of the book, any image depicting nudity had been removed via razor blade or just a rough tearing of the page, removing it from the book. She's just so confident in the way that she presents herself to the camera. And I totally understand the urge, of course. But never to the point that I would cut the images out. I was just amazed at the juxtaposition that that vandalism created. The images were interesting and strange enough that I started visiting other libraries throughout the Southeast. Everywhere that I went, I experienced the same phenomenon. I started to find in some books that had been like horribly damaged, librarians would sometimes make Xerox copies of images and paste them into the books as a replacement for lost content. They, they were smudged, 
and kind of stained and beat up and they they looked almost like charcoal drawings i felt like it was important enough and they were beautiful enough and the use that i had found for them and that i would put them to justified going in there with a razor blade and removing them from these books I found from time to time page spreads and books would be stuck together and I found when you pull the pages apart it leaves or it imposes a pattern on the images underneath and it you know it's they look like butterfly forms almost I started removing those as well and I encapsulate them in lucite blocks which are sized to correspond to the actual books from which the pages were removed that's the third part of the project. It's like a three-part series, and all of these things are meant to play off of each other. There's something about the rules of the library that seems to compel people to like lash out in a certain way. I think it's a response to oppression. You know, it's like you're in this environment and you have to make some kind of a statement. You know. I think. I mean, the photographs were a first step in a way because they're just re-photographing what I think of as someone else's collage. And I'm interested in the generative potential of this vandalism and how just by reframing it with a camera it can become something new, something on its own. Thanks for tuning in to the Lightwork podcast. Lightwork's community lab facility in Syracuse, New York provides a space for artists to come together share ideas, learn about photography, and make new work. If you're an artist, Lightwork Lab can also make exhibition quality prints, scans, or retouch your work for you. Connect with the lab online at lightwork.org lab. If you'd like to support this podcast, consider Lightwork's fine print program. Featuring exclusive signed prints starting at just $300, buying from our online shop is an excellent way to further your personal art collection while supporting Lightwork's mission of offering opportunities to emerging and under-recognized artists working in photography. Browse our selection of limited edition prints, signed books, and contact sheet at lightwork.org shop. If you can't support us financially, consider telling two friends about this podcast.